What's going on, Patriots? Back with another one for you now. This is part two of our interview with Native Patriot, a.k.a. Maurice, or Maurice, a.k.a. Native Patriot, right? So, either way. <laughs> so, we, we had some very enlightening conversation uh, and went on for quite a while. So, I decided to cut it up into two parts because it's just, you know, you, you get to talking and when you get a couple of like minds together... Hours goes by, and you don't realize how long it's been going on. So we had a lot to say, and we covered a lot of ground. So we split it up into two parts. I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, this is our interview, part two, with Maurice, a.k.a. the Native Patriot, guys. Check it out. Yeah, she, she well, I mean, it's it's not surprising. Uh, I mean, I, I get this quite frequently, this kind of low-level racism i don't know i don't know exactly what to call it but it uh, it's pure racism yeah yeah it is <laughs> it's just done it's just yeah. done it's just done in such a way as it makes it sound like you're sticking up for the very people that you're actually denigrating this is the same yeah. way they try to do with voter id well black people will be affected by what do you mean like they all have id what do you do you think black people don't know where the dmv is i mean what do you really think of black people that this is your opinion there's a problem there and right now 25 percent of the black vote is now in trump's court because of this type of racism people are waking up Hopefully black lives goes, matter chapters next year black lives matter chapters are supporting donald trump and j6 prisoners that's nuts that yeah. tells you that tells you that they're losing ground which is why they're importing new voters this is what that that's what's happening at our border we're importing a new base because we're losing the old one. Well, I mean, just since Biden took office, there's been over 8 million people. And in Washington state alone, there's like 7.8 million. So we've had literally another state. At, I mean, and we're not, we're not the smallest state either. So, I mean, mm -hmm. there's been at least, I mean, we've almost doubled our, our illegal immigrants since, since before that, because I, I believe the number back in like 2019, they estimated like, oh, there was 11 million illegal immigrants uh, i mean they don't really know but now that we're bringing in 18 or 8 million more you know now suddenly we're at what 19 20 20 million estimated that it's just terrifying that that there's so, that many and they're building they're building camps up in chicago now for them these you know they wouldn't do that for their own people though no well, yeah. and, and and that's why the Chicago residents are pissed off. They had housing, yeah, uh, they had housing projects in the middle of Chicago, and that were going to be occupied by people waiting for Section H housing, rental assistance, things like that in Chicago for Americans. And they um, they brought these illegal immigrants in and put them in the put the put them in those houses and kicked out uh, uh, veterans out of the hotels in New York to put immigrants in their place. You know, at some point. We're going to have to hold the people actually bring, bringing these migrants in responsible or allowing mm -hmm. them in. Like I'm, I'm getting more and more frustrated with border control. I don't give it. I don't care what their orders are. They're literally just allowing unconstitutional in, orders. And, yes, absolutely. And they're they're just bringing as many in as they can and then shipping them all around the country. It's like at some point we're going to have to say no, and that's going to have to start. Yeah, I mean, it should start with us. But then the people at the border need to say, "Hey, we're we're shutting it down." You know, why isn't Greg Ab or the uh, why why isn't Texas yeah, closing Abbott. their border down? You know, yeah, Abbott in Texas. Why isn't he going down the there? Federal, and saying, you the know federal what? government shut it down. Yeah, if the federal government he, he's tried a few things, and the federal government comes in and through the court system and sues him. Here's the thing, though: when do you stop ignoring the court system? When do you stop uh, and say, you know what? Bottom line is what this constitution says. Bottom line is what the law says. I don't give a damn what you say. So what you're and this is a a, a guy that um, uh, once again ex FBI agent um, David Baumblatt um, said to me he says what you're going to start to see is you're going to start to see governors of states in the United States start saying my state first and start dealing with each other on a state to state basis and basically ignoring or seeing the federal government as their enemy as a result of the way that they're trying to push the law. Now, I'm, I, I, I say that because uh, now we're looking at uh, Greg Abbott getting ready to start patrolling his own border as like two days ago. 
um, they're, they are going to make a concerted effort to start uh, protecting their border themselves once again in a different way, just like you said. Yeah. And because the federal government doesn't allow, I mean, what they're going to end up having happening is they're going to end up with a big group of people that are going to start acting like militias that are going to go down to that border and of American people that are going to say, well, since nobody else will do this job, we will. It's going to be a large scale Kyle Rittenhouse situation. It's going to be very, very bad. And they want that though. There's, there's an operation called, uh, uh, or uh, I don't forget how you would word it, but they, it was, it was called Clower, Clower and Briar or Clow and Briar or something like that. So it goes like this, essentially. Let so many people into your country that you overwhelm the welfare system and and you break up the culture of the country so bad it's in such disarray and you're bankrupt. Now you have the ability to go in and basically create a new system by which people have to be governed. And I believe that's exactly what's going on. That's what's happening. We're overwhelming the welfare system. We're, we're, we're overwhelming the, the, the hospitals. We're overwhelming the schools. Schools are going to have to start teaching every class now in two languages. So as they repeat one thing in English, they have to repeat it a second time in Spanish. So they take twice as long to learn half as much. And we're going to suffer. The education of our children are going to suffer as a result. And that's just a fact. And people can call that heartless and say that you don't care about it. And that's not what we are. But once again, the over empathetic outlook on these situations is going to harm our children. It's going to harm our country as a result because the GDP of the United States is going to fall. You have a president trying to take away your gas and your gas out of your house and just the overreach in the, in the absolute buffoonery of the thing pushed out of this administration. I mean, take a look, take a look at what he's done since he's been there. Maurice, he's got a topless trans party on the white house lawn. He's given out crack pipes to his constituents. This really happened. He had a crack smoking kit given out to his constituents and cocaine found in the White House. And then we found out that it was not even just the first time that it happened. <laughs> All under this president. Yeah, it's, and yet it's they an still defend joke. him. I, I don't they know how. I don't, I've never met a, a, like a legit Biden supporter. Right? Go on TikTok. I, <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, full of them. I, I've I've ran into a couple on Twitter that like say they are, but I almost feel like maybe that's just their Twitter personality. But like in real life, walking around, I've never and I live in Washington State, and I've never met someone who's like, yeah, Biden, you know, he's doing such a great job. I I just don't think. So, I don't they, know where those numbers I, come from, where how twenty five percent of the polling numbers say, you know, oh, Biden only has twenty five percent. It's like, where are those people? Yeah, I, where I, are they at? And, and why Where are they, they not the few the, 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 the few that I've met typically are people that live a lifestyle that they believe the conservatives are against. Therefore, they're not voting for Biden based on policies or the things that he's doing wrong or right. They are voting based on the fact that they believe that they will be persecuted by the other political party even though they disagree with what's going on with Biden. And this has everything to do with the brainwashing that takes place yeah. through the media. Yeah. yeah. There, there's yeah, a guy that they... did a walk away uh, campaign for people that, uh, that I think they call it now queers for Trump or something like that. And it's called, if you go hashtag walk away, it's an, it's an entire movement of people that are basically leaving the democratic party and drove. I'm sorry. Wasn't that wasn't that movement banned off Facebook and and Instagram and? As, as well, I just I I noticed it on uh, I saw it on uh, Twitter or X now, right? That's mm, the first place I saw it. Back. it. Yeah, it's uh, I hashtag a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember. I forget a the guy's name. He was in a band. Yeah, it, it was. There was a uh, Twitter Spaces where the main guy who started it was doing a Twitter Space, and so I was just kicking back and I'm listening. I usually try to participate, but in this case, I just wanted to hear what what they were what they were saying. And yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we're gonna have people. Well, I don't want an echo chamber. Um, you know, of people that you know just all yes men and all believe a certain way. It takes all kinds for the world to go around. 
and 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 I believe that wholeheartedly. But the 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 crux of our country, what holds us together, is our ability to agree to disagree. Our Thanksgiving dinners never had to be. Uh, we didn't have to have these little pre-talks prior to Thanksgiving to try to tell us, hey, such and such is coming, so don't talk about that. And this person is coming, so don't talk about that. And all these types of things. Like my wife does this to me all the time. Hey, I'm going, and we're going to go. I'm going to go see our friends. And yeah, you can't talk about this subject, and you can't talk about that subject. And I always tell her the same thing every time. Then don't Wrong. take me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't yep. take me because you can't separate me from what I believe. That is, there. It, it, it isn't like I'm avoiding one sub subject and then I'm still there. Um, I am who I am, and so what? What I the way I take the, those types of situations. Like, did you did you uh, have a talk with your buddy and tell him not to be who he is as well, or is he just allowed to be who he is and I'm not? So yeah, you know, I I I take I take uh, you know offense to stuff like that. Now here I want to get into this because this is this is this is really I want I want to pick your brain on this one. So I'm going to play these next couple of clips, um, and and I know for a fact that you have definitely had to deal with this issue. And uh, take a listen to this. Now there has been plenty of positive and negative reaction to the name and logo change, but. This one hits one Native American tribe differently who designed the logo. The Burgundy and Gold logo had been an Indian chief since 1971. It was designed by Native American Walter Blackie Wetzel. His son, Lance Wetzel, reacts to the team no longer using his family history. It, it's hard. It's, it's disheartening. Um, I think it, it takes away from the Native Americans, um, from my opinion, because that logo represented who we are and its connections to um, the Blackfeet Nation. I think there was a op opportunity for, you know, educating people across the nation that didn't know about it. That connection is 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 gone now. Yeah, there it is. I mean, that's that's. So, would you comply with that? Would you say that that's that's how do you feel about what he said? I, I would agree with, with what he said, because from what I see, I have, I've kind of termed this recently is that it, it seems like it's more of a progressive cleansing rather than, uh, you know, being equitable or, or not discriminatory to anybody because, you know, mm -hmm. we have the Redskins being represented and, you know, there's, there's some history to that word that, say that it was racist um it's kind of controversial though you know it i never i never heard ways. the the one about like the 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 uh, the proving of the fact that you had killed a native or something like that as being a redskin i never heard, the first time that i had, had ever heard the the origin of the word was like what he just talked about was it was a nickname given by a, a native tribe who who actually developed the logo in 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 this so I always thought it came from the natives and come to find out that even though it still does, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know any, my, it, it'd be like a Halloween today, right? We know if we look hard enough what the origins of Halloween is, but today it's just about kids dressing up and maybe going to get a little bit of candy, you know, dressing up like Pikachu or whatever. We're not out there doing any satanic stuff or any of that kind of, but it, it, but if you look hard enough at the origins of anything, I think that you can try to uh, deform the meaning of what it really is, or try to conform it in some way to to radicalize a people. But what it usually ends up doing is benefiting the person trying to cause the chaos in some political way. They really don't care at the end of the day. They just want the power and the clout that comes along with the fact that they started or they're pushing this movement. Yep. Yeah, just just so they can say, you know, oh, I stand against racism. So somehow mm -hmm. the, the Redskins logo is racist when it's, I mean, it's really not. It, all I see is removal of representation. We have the Redskins gone. We have the Land of Lakes lady on the butter. She's gone. We have Red Man Chew. That's gone. The, the Cleveland Indians, they took their mascot away uh, in baseball. You know, they're, they're Chief just Wahoo. Yeah, they're Ugh. taking all representation of Native Americans away, and somehow that's supposed to be helpful. Uh, I, I don't yeah, understand. All you're left with in the store are a bunch of white guys and white ladies <laughs> on every product. Yep. And Mr. you're Clinton. telling me that's not by design? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so I call the I call the I call the Democratic Party the 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 uh, uh, conf, uh, Confederacy 2.0. They they they're the same. They have not changed their stripes. Remember these yeah. these people were the Confederate Party. Yeah. They haven't. They just they changed, changed their, their tactics. tactics. That's yeah, it. Exactly. They just changed their tactics, and and they're doing the same things. But here, here I, got, I got another one for you. So that's one way of looking at it. It's one side. Listen, Washington to Post poll found that ninety percent of Native Americans are not offended by the Washington Redskins nickname, and an overwhelming majority consider it an unimportant issue. Redskins owner Dan Snyder has maintained that he won't change the team name, which once again became a prominent issue after the 2012 season. I, right I, Facebook made it a big deal, you know, right after it could it, spread that, hey, we, we can have this movement where you don't have to actually put any effort in. You just have to type in on social media that you're against racism, so they should change their name. And that was the entire movement. And everybody, you know, all the Native Americans, you know, I mean, my whole family, or my, the Native side of my family, nobody cared. And they shouldn't care. <laughs> here's here's the other side of that, though. Hey, recently, and of course, it would be a John Stewart clip, right? Um, so, so recently, we sent our intrepid reporter, Jason Jones, out to the field to explore the phenomena of a certain Washington, D.C. Uh, football team's controversial name. Uh, we learned later that some of the individuals who participated in the piece, uh, they didn't enjoy the experience. <laughs> it's something that happens uh, a lot less than you would think. But we take the complaints seriously. We genuinely don't want people who participate in the show uh, to have a bad experience. We work very hard to find real people who have real beliefs and want to express those beliefs on television. And we work hard to make sure that uh, the gist of those beliefs are represented accurately, albeit sometimes comedically, on our program. <laughs> if we find out that someone in a piece was intentionally misled or if their comments were intentionally misrepresented, we do not air that piece. We would not air that piece. Right, but according that. to Chief <laughs> Daniel Snyder of Redskin Nation, the only crime his people have committed is being misunderstood. The name of our team is the name of our team, and it represents uh, honor, it represents pride, it represents respect. Well, that doesn't sound that bad. So why was this group of Native American activists so upset? It's a name that, um impairs, disables, disenfranchises uh, our, our population. The most popular mascots in the country are Indians and animals. Right, because we all love animals and we all love Indians. We're not We're mascots. Not mascots. We're not mascots. It's a dictionary defined racial slur. Yeah, but that's according to oh my God. what? The dictionary. Okay, but plenty of words in the dictionary have multiple meanings. It just turns out this one doesn't. Help me out, white man taken out of context you can take things out of context all over the place but in this particular case it is what it is it's very obvious that the name really means honor <laughs> honoring what your strong proud courageous brave heritage redskin is a bounty it meant proof of indian kill well when you put it like that it sounds terrible put it in context on sundays and saturdays and friday nights and monday and living in D.C. every day. And Thursday nights. Do you know what it's like to be a native I in don't. this town? I don't. Terrible. To walk down the street every single day and be surrounded by that imagery and being told to get over it? No, because... 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 You don't have to do... Just because I'm uncomfortable doesn't mean you have to make fun of my uncomfortableness. You don't see me doing that to people. Sure, these Native American activists make a compelling case. That is until you hear what's at stake for the true victims. The fans. If the Redskins' name is changed and I have children one day, what would I pass on to them? It'd, it'd be tough. It'd be like losing a, a family member. And they've already lost so much. 58 starting quarterbacks, 28 head coaches, 12 uniforms with 10 logos, playing in five stadiums. Crazy. But it, it, it gets it gets even... It, I, this is the last clip I'll play here, and then I, 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 I'd, I'd like to get your commentary on it. But there's, there's one more, and I think out of all the ones... Um, this is probably the one that'll, this is the one. Proud. Forgotten. Indian. Navajo. Blackfoot. Inuit. And Sioux. 
survivor, spiritualist, patriot. Sitting Bull, Hiawatha, and Jim Thorpe. Mother, father, son, daughter, chief. Apache, Pueblo, Choctaw, Chippewa, and Crow. Underserved, struggling, resilient. Squanto, Red Cloud, Tecumseh, and Crazy Horse. Rancher, teacher, doctor, soldier. Seminole, Seneca, Mohawk, and Creek. Mills, Will Rogers, Geronimo. Unyielding, strong, indomitable. Native Americans call themselves many things. The one thing they don't Are they trying to change it back to Redskins, or is that no? They're 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 saying that they never wanted to be Redskins again. That oh no, (laughs) that was such a good. It was a good, uh, you know, or it's not commercial, but that that video was great. You know, I mean, yeah, I felt a lot of pride watching it all the way through to the very end, and at the very end, they dropped that imagery on you and said the one thing (laughs) that we don't call ourselves is basically is Redskins. And then they went on to this. And, and I mean, I, I would venture to say, because this is just my experience, right? I still have family live on the reservation in Kentucky all the time. We no, no one's ever gave a damn. No one. It's it doesn't even it's not even a topic of conversation and, unless you make it topic of conversation. Um, but you know, I would venture to say most of the tribes that they they tried to sit there and and, and use in their effort to try to uh combat the name I, I would venture to say if you did your own research you would go find that they are not on the same page what's yeah, your experience well, it sure seems like a way to feel special without having to do anything right <laughs> because uh all of those natives sitting up there and they're saying you know oh it's our, our heritage is not a mascot it's like well um it could be <laughs> and why wouldn't that be a good thing you know, it, well, mascot's just the beginning of, of a representation of something to try to bring awareness to something. Mascot doesn't mean anything bad. Yeah. And how how right? cool is it? I mean, there has to be something said for if there's if there was a supposed negative connotation with the word redskin, right? And if we were able to bring that word out of the darkness and into light and turn it into something that everybody celebrates, and it's and people of all colors every week could get around that name, and and it would. Ha- be something good from something bad. Would that was a good thing? Yes, that's it, how you bring people it together. And it did. What it did was it made people of all colors, nationalities, creeds who love that football team don a picture of an Indian chief and celebrate the culture or the heritage of that team and where it came from, which was a Native American who designed the logo. Who <laughs> so. That's the part of it that they don't want to put any shine on, though. That's the part of it yep. they don't want any shine. Now, when you're on your Twitter post, I read I read uh, quite a few of them, but it, it, you know there was one there where you were talking about, and and I loved it because it talked about the accountability of of people. We love to uh, put people into groups, right? And it, it, well, the left loves to put people into groups because this is how they win. They turn groups against groups, and then there's no accountability in groups amongst themselves the black folks uh by and large the people that they talk to don't hold themselves accountable on the left because they believe that they're demonized strictly because they're black now you made some comments about um 97 of tribes warring with each other so would you expound on what you were what you were saying in that post 
basically, the way that I look at this country is founded because I get the question a lot, and you know, how can you be a Native American and be a patriot of this country when your people were genocided? Uh, you know, at the founding of this country, and it, mm -hmm. it's it it always kind of uh, it's kind of easy to explain because back when the 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 white man came over to the Americas. A lot of diseases took out the Native Americans. They say up to 95% of the natives were taken out by disease itself, germ theory, before it was actually even really known about. Um, and, you know, going and shaking hands, and a lot of natives cooperated, cooperated with the white man. And a lot of natives uh, actually took the side of the white man to take out an oppressive tribe. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, there were definitely tribes in, in America or the American lands before the Europeans came over that were oppressing other tribes. Now imagine this, mm -hmm. imagine if, if the natives had created a unified nation before the Europeans came over, the chances of them losing would be almost nil. I mean, natives were, were great warriors, mm -hmm. but they were few in number, but as a unified nation, they definitely could have uh, basically, you know, pushed the Europeans back uh, off their border. So, so you're saying that the tribalism, the tribalism worked against the people. Yes, absolutely. And it's a good reminder for today that united we stand, divided we fall. That's so exactly the more right. we keep breaking apart uh, in, in our own society uh, and, and identifying as, you know, oh, I'm Native American, so you can't use my heritage. You know, it's cultural appropriation. Well, identity you know, politics. Absolutely. If you start taking it as cultural appreciation, then it, it'll be a lot easier to get everybody unified under the, the large overarching identity of American because yeah, there's, there's many a big difference. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's many different ways to be an American. And when we share and, and adopt and, and assimilate or, you know, bring those ideas in, into the overarching identity of, of being an American, then, I mean, most of this stuff would just go away <laughs> as far as the, the rift between, uh, black people black americans and white americans and you know the redskin steel i mean all that stuff to me it seems secondary but it really it can really cause big problems and division between people because i mean they do feel very special saying that you know my heritage shouldn't be a mascot and i mean i don't know it's i, a good I just catchphrase but yeah. it's ignorant it, yes, it, it's absolutely. ignorant because it, ca it captures one point of view from one particular mindset as and, and the only way that that point of view proves to be true is the intention of the person on the other side uh, uh, that you're talking about. Like I can say some things to you like 70% uh, of all homes in the late sixties, early seventies had a father in them in the black community. And now it's less than 20. As a result, uh, what we're seeing are uh, big trends of crime and, 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 prison and, and blah, 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 blah. And because you have single homes and blah. you can use all these stats and they're absolutely true. And it's true coming from my mouth, the same as it is coming from anyone else's. Mm -hmm. But if, if, if I say it, it's racist because that's the way they take it because I said oh, yeah. it and I'm, I'm not black. Um, however, that's not my intent. My intent is that, I mean, look, I don't know about your family, but it, 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 I don't think we have families in the United States anymore, which is a giant melting pot where if we really got together, uh, everyone's family, I guarantee you would have a big conglomeration of races and nationalities that uh, everyone, yeah, we're all mixed. everyone. Yeah. It, it, it's so th these, uh, and I believe this is, like I said, this is the reason why that they're, they're importing new voters because we're, we're the, the whole race thing. It's, it's so yesterday. It's so old at this point. Yeah. You're going to have assholes in every race you're going to have assholes in every race. And, and, and if I don't like you, it's probably just because of that reason it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has everything to do with the culture you represent. And that culture that you're representing is also multiracial, right? I have, I'm from Baltimore City. I know just as many white people gaming the system and having children to get more entitlements than as I do anyone else, anyone else. And when I rail against that kind of thinking uh, as to being a slave to the state because a government big enough to give you everything you need is a government big enough to take everything you have.
We need yeah. people to be empowered to go out and get their own. So we don't need the government to play daddy and mommy for us. Um, but when you, when you say stuff like that, people take offense to it because not because they actually take offense to it. It's just that they're gaming the system and they don't want you to take away their free. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation, from Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries. This will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code PATRIOT and save 10%. That's right, Patriots, RedemptionShield.com, and they got big holiday sales going on right now. Uh, guys, go over there, pop in, they got 20, 30% off items, but don't forget, put that code PATRIOT in there, and you get an additional 10% off all of your purchases. So go to RedemptionShield.com. <laughs> That's really what it is. Don't take yeah. away my free stuff. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Have, I have friends that specifically don't get married um, because they get more benefits by staying separate. You know, there'll be a, a single mother, and then and I, I mean, I I think that you should use all the 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 tools at your disposal. But you know, there's there's that was caused by marriage. the that that the reason why that is is uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, another Democrat, a very racist Democrat at that. Um, put together an act called the Great American Society Act. And what he told people was that if you have an able-bodied male in your home, you're not going to get, you know, X amount of money in welfare or rent vouchers or things like that from the government if you have a male living in your home because you should be in, you know, it, it sounded good and and so forth. But, I mean, this is the main reason why you have so many people now and it's cyclical. If you grow up without a father, you grow up without the kind of respect that you don't, because you don't see it modeled in front of you. You don't see the family unit modeled in front of you. You're more likely to grow up and do the same thing. That's why Absolutely. children of drug addicts become drug addicts or children of people who are alcoholics become alcoholics and people who have certain mental, emotional uh, uh, maladies uh, end up being attracted one to another because that's just who we are. We need to get back to a nation of, uh, of values, ethics, integrity, and standards. And, and the only way I see us doing that is if we agree on what those moral issues are and, and we have a consensus. Now, doesn't mean everyone has to believe in the same deity and all that, but we should have this, the basics. You respect your elders. You don't steal. You work for your own and you're accountable as a man or a woman for the things that you do in your life. And they're no one's fault, but yours, how your life turns out just as much in this country as you're free to succeed. You're also free to fail. And if you, and okay. if you fail, it is not your neighbor's, uh, uh, op, you know, obligation to, uh, to, to pay for your home or your medical or whatever the hell it is that you need that, that this is what freedom means. It's dangerous freedom. Yeah. And if mistreated, I mean, what did they say in the beginning? What did our founding father say? Um, I give you a republic if you can keep it. Yeah. And, and a lot of people forget right that now. we're not. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't realize that that term democracy is a dangerous one because we're not a democracy. And a lot, and I tell people that sometimes they go, whoa, what do you mean? Like, no, but we're not. We're a democratic we're a republic. republic. Well, yeah, that, that's one way of saying it. Uh, Constitutional Republic with democratic institutions, because you know the way our voting system works, it, it, it's a lot of you have electoral college. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if not, California and New York would decide every election. 
And then do you really want your politics uh, of your election always chose by those states? So you make sure that everyone has a voice. And the only way you do that is by awarding certain points or certain, uh, uh, you know, when you're having elections, you know, this little state like Maine or New Hampshire or something like that, they would never get any federal funding. They would never get any attention. They would never, they would be completely overlooked and they wouldn't matter in the scheme of things, if you just had a true democracy, because democracy is mob rule. And, and so it's very, imagine right now in a true democracy with a mob rule, you're looking at it. You're looking at it. You're looking at it with the wokeness. You're looking at it with diversity, equity, and inclusion at the highest levels of our government. I remember that James, uh, for, it was uh, it, Letitia James uh, was not just the, the, the one that was, uh, in the the Trump deal with the the AG in Georgia, but uh, the one that ran the DEI program of the government that said that uh, black people can't be racist. So a lot of liberals have a history. Still. You ever hear this before? Black people can't be racist. I've, I've heard it, it, but it's nonsense. It's a system of oppression. So unless they have the majority, unless they have the majority in the country, um, they don't have the ability to be racist. So. What happens, I, I have ventured to ask this question, but what happens to the black person the, the, from America in a plane full of white people? They may be the only black person on the plane or half the p- people on the plane may be black, but they're flying to Africa. At what point when you're flying to Africa, then can I start considering you a racist when we land? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's really basic, dude. It's really, really, really basic. It's just a matter of, and it can all be summed up as this: human decency, respect, and courtesy. It's very simple. It's very simple, and I don't have to have some separate form of education uh, in order to be able to treat you like a man or a woman with respect. I don't need these racism is a business. Yep. It's a business. It's big business. And, and become very, very black lives, black lives matter got rich off of a name, off of a movement. And yep. they, they ignored their own communities. They ignored their own communities. You don't see them when there's a little girl shot and the drug deal gone bad in their own communities saying, we need to fix this. Where were they at rebuilding the businesses like you're talked about? How many businesses in your area closed? 2,300 restaurants in Washington State alone. These guys received hundreds of millions of dollars. Black Lives Matter received hundreds of millions of dollars. And and did did they go into any of those communities and, and try to help those people get their businesses back online that were destroyed due to these riots? What about the chop zone deal that happened out wow. uh, in, in the Northwest there uh, where the young black kid was murdered inside the chop zone? The ambulance was just on the other side. They could see him. They could two, get two to kids. him to help him. But, yeah, they, would, they wouldn't allow the ambulance in. His mom and his dad, all black. All black. Yep. They wouldn't allow the ambulance in to get him. They laid there. I think they couldn't get him until the second day, and he was dead. So when they tell you that this movement is for racial equality or racial, I hate that word equity, but the 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 it, it, it just doesn't work. It's not true. It's not yeah. true. And Jesus said you'll know them by their fruits. Well, look at their fruits. They burned down federal courthouses. They were pulling down crosses all across the United States. Um, they were doing, they, they were, they were, they were, they were just recently when they were in, in Washington, they climbed up on the monument and remove and, and at Harvard as well at Harvard as well, climbed up and removed the American flag. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, that's incredibly heartbreaking. It's, it starts, it has to start at home because there are times when I think about all this stuff going on in the country and I'm like, okay, you know. What the heck am I going to do about this? Because mm-hmm. at, at times it's definitely overwhelming, but it, it starts at home with you in, in your beliefs and what you do in your everyday lives. It has more of an impact than, than you can realize. You know, uh, I set an example for my children. I want to raise my kids to, to see that I you know, married their mother and I'm sticking with her and that we're God-fearing, patriotic, competent, capable Americans 
that appreciate our founding, that appreciate where we came from, you know, that counts our blessings every night before dinner. And that, that alone can change uh, the next generation. You know, we, we have an opportunity have pride in that. Yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, I think you should get married, stay married, have kids and, and raise those kids to, to help further your cause. Because in this short lifetime, I mean, we, we don't get as much of a voice as, uh, I mean, the, the media doesn't give people who appreciate the founding as much of a voice. You know, it's, it's much easier to get clicks on criticisms. So when you're promoting things that are, that are beautiful and good, uh, it, it's definitely a lot harder to get that out there. But when you show it with your actions and you show it with, uh, you know, I mean, you can, you can make a difference in your community just by being a good Absolutely. father, a good husband, a good dad, and, or being a mentor to a guy, uh, to a, uh, you know, a kid that doesn't have a dad, you know, being mm-hmm. a positive role model for those, for not only for yourself, but for those all around you will have a, a significant impact. And I think if we had more people trying just to do that alone, you know, working on themselves and, and, and trying to make their immediate life better, that will make its way out into the country. And I mean, that's what you see on a lot of these problems is these kids like that, that went to the chop or the Chaz. I think, it, I think it ended I think chop, it was, right? Yeah, I think I don't. I don't know. I was thinking chops, but I remember Chaz too. I, yeah, we, we, I know what you're talking I, about. Yeah, Everyone knows. yeah. Uh, but a lot of the kids that went there, they they don't have any appreciation appreciation for what they have. You know, I mean, we're we're blessed to be born in this time in America. I mean, I know that we have a lot of issues, but really, I mean, every day I, I drive over bridges that I never took part in building. I. I enjoy internet that I never set up. I drink clean water from wells I never dug. You know, there's so much to be grateful for in this country that we never took part in. I mean, those are just very basic things that we take for granted. But, you know, if this goes downhill, we won't have those things. And mm-hmm. it's it would just be good for people to take a step back and and actually be able to appreciate what they have because there's a lot of people wanting to tear this country down. But if you... Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know what you're fighting for, or if you if you don't know how to appreciate what we have and what we've been blessed with, then you know, then we'll lose, and and we can't lose because this is the greatest country on God's green earth, and I I believe that that we're, I mean that we are the best country. We have the foundation to By have far. the best country in the world, and we're kind of losing it right now. You know, I I. I love the the nation and the government and the idea, or not the government. Excuse me. <laughs> let, let me fix that. All right. I love the ideals that our founding fathers put forward, mm-hmm. and what what you know they planted seeds for trees in the shade that that they would never sit under. You know they. A lot of people will say that the you know, the founding fathers were racist. They still own slaves. It's like well, but they started a movement that led to the civil rights movement that led or the, you know, the civil war and then eventually the civil rights movement. And it led to where we are today. So I'm, I'm not going to hold them accountable to the same standards that some woke professor decides today that he wants to, you know, k- take down their statues because. Well, you know, do you see us tearing better. down the pyramids? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's the <laughs> same thing. Yep. It, it's exactly the same thing. And in all the Marxist movements that have ever taken place throughout history, the first thing they do is go remove the history of the country. And I guess they believe that certain people get liberated by seeing these Confederate soldiers and this and that. But what's funny is the people that are claiming that they are the ones being uh, other people are being liberated by don't even realize they're tearing down the founding members of the party they represent. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, a lot lot of people don't know that they, you know, the that the Confederates were were Democrats. The, the Republican Party was founded as an anti-slavery movement. Mm-hmm. And then the Reformation came. And then uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin said that slavery was a stain on the soul of America and it needed to be done away with. So there were always never just one America, one monolithic movement of one mentality of people who thought a certain way. So you could never say America was racist because at every point in history, we were we were always fighting against another faction within ourselves to push for something better and something more. Even when 
uh, people came over here and they could say, well, it, 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 that uh, certain uh, people from Britain or wherever they came from over here were uh, 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 warring with certain native tribes and, and handing them smallpox blankets and, and all of those things. It's not that maybe some of those things didn't, didn't happen. We, we all realize that, that, that some of that kind of stuff happened. But then there were others that were that hung white men because of the things that they did to natives and they were friends. And they, but these are overlooked stories. They're, they don't make the news. They don't make it into the history books because these Marxist professors in these colleges and all the way down to the local school system, which are all uh, funded by a lot of them from China, millions of dollars pours into the education system into this country from China to support these types of, well, in my opinion, and they never say why they take the money or what they give in return for the money in the education system with the exception of don't teach anything bad about China, which is the only thing been made public. But I'd like mm -hmm. to understand from MIT, uh, uh, UCLA, and others, uh, uh, University of Berkeley, uh, what the hell are you doing taking Chinese money in return for that money? What are you giving? Because all I see being turned out of your universities are a bunch of Marxists, perfectly normal kids that go in, and then these crazed activists that come out that have a very skewed version of, uh, of outlook as to what America really is and what we stand for. And and they said, "What we'll never be, we'll never be beaten, be beaten by an enemy from the outside. Like no one, we're the biggest bullies in the block." But if you continually uh, push this type of idealism and you destroy the kids and they're going after the kids, the eventual the eventuality is that the country will fall because the ideas uh, will have been lost that we're founded on. It's sad. It's very sad. And how we combat that is just like you said, uh, we clean up our own houses first. We teach our own children. We become members of our community by actually going out and helping our community. Um, we lost that sense of community some time ago. Uh, and, and, and people that say they believe the things that we believe, uh, what we call their armchair activists, they don't go out and do anything. Like they don't go get involved in, in, in start petitions or call their senators or congressmen. Uh, they're not out there supporting the candidates that there's a candidate, um, Nate Kane out of West Virginia, great guy. I've interviewed him on multiple occasions. And Nate is uh, the guy who, uh, ex-FBI agent who blew the whistle on Hillary Clinton's Uranium One deal and more. Um, and he risked everything to do it. This guy is a patriot. He could have just stayed in his cushy six-figure job and went along with the plan and, and not said a damn thing and yep. been perfectly okay, pension for the rest of his life, everything, but stood up to do what he believed was right morally and ethically and as a result, he was persecuted. And to hear him tell it, he was poisoned two times. Two times he had people break into his house. Another one, nice. David Baumblatt, tells a story that the FBI actually chased him down physically and at gunpoint uh, had him sign paperwork. Um, th these things, these are stories that these guys are telling you that uh, prove to you that the, the America that we were told existed the, the America where it was we, the people, and all that have been changed into a government for the government by the government at the people's expense. Yep. And that needs to change. But they don't want that narrative out. I, I can already tell you this isn't going on YouTube. So, <laughs> this, is, so yeah. this, this, is, this is what we have to fight. And the only way we fight that is by teaching our kids what this country was and what it could be again and not to fall for the narrative, not to go for the pop culture out there that can say anything they want about any other immoral or demoralizing issue about shooting people and about, you know, twerking and, and blah, 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 all the just crazy stuff that they allow kids to admire. But if you and I said something about whatever it is that we believe in, we're controversial. Taking take him to, to church on Sunday to learn about Jesus Christ, then they just lose their minds. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But meanwhile, you have drag time, story time and <laughs> on military bases for kids as well. On military as bases? Elementary school. I didn't on know military that. Bases. Yeah. Military bases. Yep. They were doing, they were doing the same damn thing on military bases. And, but here's the thing. 
drag people that do that that live that life that drag queen they usually dress up and they go into these soirees they put on shows where they sing and act and move around like women and it's usually very and this is straight from people in that community i'm quoting or paraphrasing rather um there's a lot of sex a lot of drugs and a lot of problems and these people have emotional issues they have a suicide rate of damn near 70 percent it's huge they have issues and they need well, uh, was it? I don't want to misquote. <laughs> I don't want to misquote. Um, let me see. What's the suicide rate for the trans community? I know it's high. I know that. Yeah, forty percent. Good job. Um, forty percent. But 40%. still, that's almost that's high. Bad. Yeah, I mean that's, that's almost higher than, It's higher than. I mean any slave population that's been you know i mean slaves would rather be alive and and live their life through slavery than the trans like that that tells you something's wrong that something Mentally. is wrong with the community if if especially with our intervention through surgeries or not that hormone experimentation or not that stat line doesn't change so mm-hmm. there's something else going on and it needs to be addressed not with not with I, I like to say um, that you should address not it with, with love, affirm- it not with affirming love care. truth. Yeah, yeah. Affirming care is it's just like saying I have cancer, doc, and he says, "Well, the cure is giving you more cancer." Like, <laughs> no, <Yeah>. it's not. <laughs> How about treating yeah. the cancer? Yep. Um, and, yeah. And, and you gotta, you, it has to be based in truth. Like the cure has to be based in truth. We can't just go along with this fantasy or sexual fetishes of you know whatever these the trans community wants to do uh you know there's two sexes gender i don't even really know what that means and i don't think anybody really does but well the 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 term gender was shortened for genitalia right so and uh, and all 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 it just meant was the difference between men and women so even if you look at the root word of it it still means the same damn thing so just saying that gender uh, isn't binary is completely wrong all the way. That's just like saying, well, that baby's not a baby in my stomach. It's a fetus. Okay. Well, do you know what the word fetus means? It means little baby in Greek. So either way you go. Yeah. It's, it's nuts to me. They just change words. Yeah. They change the definition. They change the meanings because every time you back them into a corner, this is the only way they can win an argument. Right. Yeah, you have to change I, I reality. Get, I get that uh, that pushback quite often. Uh, yeah, I mean, my stances are are fairly fairly strong, uh, you know, on abortion or marriage or anything like that. But I I try and come at it with love, uh, meaning that it's based in truth. Like there mm-hmm. there is compassion there, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you, you can't be a woman if you were born a male. You can't be a male. And it's not if hate. Born a woman. I'm not hating no. you by doing it. Yeah. No, and I mean it's the cure for any disease is not through lying. That is that's that's the wrong way to go. So when the cure immediately from doctors is just to affirm every made up gender or pronoun they want to use or you know whatever it is, if, if it's just all about affirming that, that's based on lies because it's it, mm-hmm. you know they say that there's your truth. And I, I really don't like that phrase because it, it makes no sense. It's, it's literally your opinion. That's all you're telling. That's the only mm-hmm. thing you're telling me is just, you're just trying to appropriate the word truth from the truth and use it. They're for using your opinion. Word yeah, it's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But but their opinion, you know, it's not it's not going to be helpful in any way, shape, or form if you go along with that. It has to be based in truth, and that's what I think that I mean. We really need to start being more vocal about it. And that's why I think I've gained so many followers in such a short amount of time on Twitter. I got 43,000 followers and it's like, you know, people like hearing the truth and it's it's very popular as long as it's not stifled. If you start telling the truth on other platforms, the immediate, you're immediately stifled. I don't don't really, I I don't have other platforms for that reason. You know, Um, I I got a strike on YouTube a couple years ago. I've, I've, I've had a YouTube channel but I rarely upload to it. But I remember talking about the masks when they were first coming out and saying like, you know, I don't think that they do what they purport them to do. And then that got me a strike. 
Well, here's 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 the science behind it. So masks typically have they're measured. The holes in masks are measured in what's called microns. And most masks have microns that are uh, point zero seven or point zero eight or something like that. However, the virus is like point zero one or something really low. Uh, So you could wear 10 masks, right? Literally put 10 cloth masks on your face. And it's not going to help you. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. It's a myth. It's it, but it, it's psychosomatic. You think you're safer. It's like t- it's telling you, hey, tomorrow uh, the only people that can come outside are people that wear purple shirts, and everyone just has to put on a purple shirt to come outside, and that's what happened. I mean, it's brainwashing at its finest. So what you found was the but the portion of the population that will go along with whatever they're told and not question it. And now we can figure out who those people are. And what we'll do is we'll demonize everybody else. That way, when we start pushing the real radical stuff, then we've, we'll be able to get away. We'll with know it. who to push it to. Yeah. We'll know we'll to push know it to, to push which it. is the media reason why they kicked everyone out of the military. that wouldn't take the damn shot. Yeah. Even though now they're begging for him back, but I mean, that, I don't know. That was, that was unexpected. Uh, on how on how hard they went on that vaccine, you know, especially for like emergency use, you know. I, well, I here's really here's my, my situation with it. Uh, my wife works in the medical community, and she got it. She's now deaf in her right ear, completely deaf. I tried to talk her out of it. At the end of the day, I let her make her own choice. I was all the way up to the Walgreens in the line, still trying to talk her out of it, and along with anyone else that was there that overheard what I was saying. And uh, it was about maybe six days later or so uh, we were coming out of uh, coming out of another store. And she's like, my ear, you know, it's full sounding like you, you go up a mountain and your ears getting ready to pop. And she says, but it's, it's hurting. And it, and I, and, and it's in both ears. And then about a, it stuck like that for about a day. The next day, her left ear it returned to normal, but her right ear, uh, didn't and we went to the emergency room we went to the hospital all these people found out that it, it's a vaccine injury and it, it's called sudden hearing loss and is it is a documented vaccine injury and yet here the insurance companies won't pay for the 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 uh, hearing aid the one that goes on the bone it's called a cochlear implant they won't pay for it because the reason they won't pay for it is because she was forced to take the vaccine under what was called emergency use authorization. So you volunteered to be a guinea pig is what they're telling her. But meanwhile, her job said you can't return unless you get this. So it wasn't voluntary. And now we're stuck in the middle having to fit the bill for this thing, which is going to be thousands of dollars. And yep. it's just foul that this is what we were set up for and we were lied to. We were told that the vaccine was 95% had uh, an efficacy rate of 95% against the uh, uh, the virus, but then come to find out that was just relative efficacy. That means it was 95% better than their last attempt at the vaccine, <laughs> not against the actual virus. So they were playing word games with people. And then the, uh, the uh, Horowitz study came out, which proved anyone 18 to 39 who got it had like a 90 plus percent increase uh, chance of getting myocarditis. And these studies continued to come out. And these weren't studies weren't political. They weren't. This is the Republican study. No, this is this is medical science telling you that there is something definitely happening with certain age ranges uh, of people who got this vaccine and, and, and it was harming people and how you knew it was crazy was that they didn't want anyone to go public with the fact that they were harmed by the vaccine. They're muzzled. Yeah. They, they, they weren't allowed scary. to talk about it. Doctors were, uh, made to sign non-disclosure agreements about the fact that some hospitals had wings that were treating people that had vaccine injuries and they were told not to talk about it. It's it's really and, and, and not to mention the fact that here in a state where they have legalized marijuana and recreational marijuana and all that, they were doing things like joints for jabs or come down here and get your shot and get a free Krispy Kreme donut. They, they were willing to give this vaccine away to everybody and pay you to take it. And, you know, you, you didn't see that. Like, where's the free chemotherapy? Where's the free EpiPens? 
Where yeah. where's where's the free where's the free drugs for people who have diabetes and other issues? Like where's their free? You know, but this this one point. is it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work out. It it just doesn't work out. So uh yeah, we're gonna go ahead and sign off for the day, guys. I really do appreciate you taking the time today, Maurice, to talk with us, and we we'll definitely gotta do this again, brother. Um, anything else you want to say to, to the, uh, to the listening audience before we get out of here? Uh, well, I'd like to thank you for having me on and, uh, you know, if you can give me a follow on X and I do have a YouTube channel as well, if you like YouTube, but <laughs> I rarely do <laughs> post on that. So, you know, so, I, just, uh, I wish to inspire at people. LA native, uh, yeah, LA, yeah. LA native Patriots. Well, it's I pronounce it La Native Patriots. I'm kind of okay. play on okay, words. I wasn't my sure. tribe. Yeah, <laughs> my tribe is uh, from LaConnor, Washington. So we're this. Uh, it's a Swinomish tribe. I'm not technically uh, a member uh, due to their rules, but um, you know their their blood's in my veins. So La, it's La Native Patriot uh, on X, all one word. And you know, I mean, I, I I'm constantly on there. If you ever have any questions, I try to engage with as many people as I can you know, as, as what's mm-hmm. possible, but I just want to spread love, patriotism and help detox wokeness. That's, that's my goals right now. Detox wokeness. I love yeah. it. I love it. So this is how I sign off every time I sign off here, Maurice. And I say it just like this. It's the silent majority I'm speaking to. So the silent majority, you need to stop being silent to stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots prayer. You guys have a God great bless. day. God bless. My people of this country and what are